Hi, I'm Rob Saunders. Welcome back. Today's topic is the battle of the ages. Wow. That's a topic that needs some enlightenment, doesn't it? Let me give you an example of this battle. You and I are both in it. And the question is, is our vision sharp enough to stay focused on the Lord in the middle of the battle? Now, I have one pet peeve. So for all of y'all that love John 10.10b, keep loving it. But whenever I read John 10.10b, which is, Jesus said, I have come that you might have life in that in abundance, I would say, parenthesis, eternal. It's a great half verse. So when you see that verse, you would think, wow, well, John 10, 10a, that must be meaningless. I wonder if Jesus said what's in 10, 10a. Well, whenever you quote 10, 10b and leave 10, 10a out, you're sheltering somebody from the truth that there's a gigantic battle taking place over your life. So what does John 10, 10a say? Jesus said, the thief comes only. He has a specific purpose. And what does he come for? To steal from you. To kill you. Oh, wow. what? And to destroy what's left. Comma, but I have come that you may have real life. Abundant. Eternal. Full stop. You understand? I, I shudder when it's just half. Because my dear friends, this battle of the ages is as serious as the law of attraction when it's negative. Now this thief wants to deceive us. And one of the things Jesus said he deceives us with is riches. He said that riches, the deceitfulness of riches, and the, and the mammonos, the spirit of mammon, of unrighteousness. And the devil uses those to win in his part of the battle, if he can. Well, what does the devil first want to steal from you? Well, if you're a Christian. Well, the first thing he wants to steal from you is the hope of your calling. Wow. If he can steal that from you, if he can start attacking your heart, then he might have a chance to kill you. He can either kill you spiritually or physically or emotionally, bring you into great distress and turmoil. And if once he can do all those or any of those things, then he would like to destroy what's left. Your family, your position, your future. And he's very clever. He's had a lot of practice. And the Bible says in Ephesians 6, it's not against flesh and blood that we fight, but against powers and principalities. And this is one of the reasons in this battle for the ages that I'm, I'm so, I so desire that it be clear because then you will gravitate toward the God's laws of his wealth codes, which means you, the devil's game won't work against you. I used to toil for my idea of what success and purpose and pride would bring me. But no, I don't want any of that. I want to live by what God wants for me. His wonderful vision for me, His wonderful mind, His wonderful dreams, His wonderful plans. 
Are you with me in this? I wouldn't be much of a coach if we didn't talk about the battle of the ages. I wrote a book about this called The Divine Chase, 21 Days to Realize God's Goodness and Generosity Are Pursuing You. And basically, it's the story of how Matthew the tax collector in the grip of the Roman gold rule, he who has the gold makes the rules, just stealing from people in the form of taxes, and how God got Matthew. At the end of the day, he walked into Matthew's tax collecting booth and said, friend, follow me. Didn't tell him anything else. Just said, follow me. Matthew got up and walked out and followed Jesus and wrote the first book in the New Testament. So God, when he comes into the middle of the battle for the ages and the battle over your life, don't worry, he, he'll win. But you, you have to, well, you don't have to, but I hope you'll just welcome him <laughs> into your tax booth. So I want to talk about the schemes of darkness, which includes in my book, I put some of the names of the devil in it not to glorify him, but to warn you and me. I had a great friend, the Reverend Rufus Womble in Richmond, Virginia, who was the warden of the Healing Order of St. Luke's for the whole Episcopal Church. And Rufus used to say to me, he said, Robert, when I was a young preacher, I made the devil this big, and I made God this big. So, my job here isn't to make the devil big. It's just to warn you. So I'm only going to read you five or six names, but somehow or another in this age that we're living in, we're not paying much attention to the Bible. So these are some of the names in the, New, in, in the Gospels, in the New Testament. The destroyer, the liar and the father of lies, the ruler, and world force over this present darkness. Frank Peretti wrote a book. I met Frank some many years ago. It's called This Present Darkness. The God of this world. Did you know that? That the devil is the God of this world? Uh, this, it's a real battle whose purpose is to deceive you. The thief who comes to kill, he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. The ruler of this world and the dragon. Now, I'm not happy about reading all those words, but the battle's real. And it's by the divine vision of who we are and who we are in God that we escape the dragon. Better than escape in the end, we're on the journey and the road to life to abundance, to eternity with the Lord Jesus. Realizing the intensity of the chase and the battle, I need to call out and rely upon the following names of the Lord daily. Now, I'm just going to read you a few of them, okay? He is, Jesus is, the Lord is, the Lord of lords and the King of kings, whose blessing alone can give you true riches. He's faithful and true. He will never forsake you. He is the great and chief shepherd of us, his sheep. And boy, do we need a shepherd in this battle for sure. 
He proclaims release to the conquered and the captive. One, that's the way Jesus started his, his ministry. He said, I've come to set the captives free. And there's an enemy that we've been talking about that had them captive. And he's the one who rules from the throne of heaven. I hope that gives you the wow. He's the one who gives wisdom. He's the one who gives the wealth codes. And he's the author and finisher of our faith. I hope that encourages you. You need to know that you're in a battle, but you're on the winning side. So follow him. Stick with his vision and purpose for your life, which will be for his glory, but for your good benefit, enjoyment, happiness, and success. A merry heart is a good medicine. Thank you for listening. I've so enjoyed sharing today's episode with you. To learn so much more about true happiness our coaching programs and our video courses. Please join me at wealthcoachcoach.com. Look forward to talking to you soon.